Welcome to the Sister Cast. I am Amanda. And I am Zoe. And this is episode 20. Yay, episode 20. Huge milestone. I don't know what that really means, but we've now done 20 podcasts. So <laughs> that's exciting. So in episode, I think it was 18 or 19, 19, we talked about failing and how 2018 should be the year of failing. And we should embrace that. We really should. Yeah. And then immediately after that podcast was uploaded, I screwed up at work so bad. Oh no, what happened? Like so bad. Oh no. Like so bad. You really took that to heart. And I haven't told you this story. No, you haven't. I'm wondering what's going on. And it was an epic fail. Oh no. So I'll tell you about that later in the podcast. Okay. Oh, you have Zing. To stay tuned. Okay. What else? But yeah, it was, a, it was a, it was a doozy. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Um, so speaking of failing, have you heard of HQ trivia? No. The live trivia game show you can play on your phone. No. Okay. So it's taking the world by storm. Okay. Um, and it was launched in October and last night we we're recording this um so when i we played last night they had their first game where over two million people were playing so it's a live trivia game show you play on your phone oh like it like you would go to a pub night exactly okay. and it's three o'clock and nine three o'clock and nine o'clock eastern right so it's designed weekdays that you can play at the office at three o'clock <laughs> and then at home at nine o'clock right. and so i only ever play it at nine o'clock but right. i i almost play it every day huh. i've been playing it since Christmas break right so a couple months yeah. and it's 12 questions you play on your phone it's totally free to play you just download the app and if you win you split the cash prize and weeknights it's like $2,500 and every Sunday they've been increasing it so for the Super Bowl it was $20,000 oh, wow. and then they've been slowly increasing it during the Oscars so the Sunday night game that was during the Oscars $50,000 was the cash prize. Oh my gosh. And sometimes, because it all depends on how many people are playing, the, the prize is split by like 100 people. Right. Sometimes it's down to like two people. Oh, wow. So last, uh, not... Is it open internationally? Yeah. Okay. So it's around the world. Yeah. So when they, on the Oscars, when they had the $50,000 prize, it was eight people that split it. Wow. But why I wanted to bring it up was I got kicked out on question number <gasps> three of the $50,000 one. And so did 1.8 million other people. <laughs> What was the question? So with HQ trivia, the questions start out really simple. Yeah. Um, like the the one of the questions was, it's always multiple choice too, right? right? And, and you only have ten seconds to answer. Oh, so it's no. like there's no time to Google. There's no time to Google. Right. And the questions are worded in a way that it would be impossible to Google. Right. And so the one of the, the first question was, this is um, this tells you what to not drive faster than speed limit yeah so okay. it was like yeah you know like speed three the, they were all kind of movie themed um speed two you know the movie you know whatever yeah. or speed limit well it's like right. well of course it's not right yeah. um so like really random really easy they're not trying to fool you questions right question number three was in the chinese delicacy bird nest soup what is it made of bird's nest fried noodles or cabbage cabbage so bird's nest soup. Yeah. Is it made with bird's nest, fried noodles, or cabbage? I would have said cabbage. Yeah, I said fried noodles. Right. It's bird! 
bird's nest. Oh, is it actually bird's nest? Okay. <laughs> and the answer was right there in the question. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Neither did 1.8 million people. So they started yeah. with just over 2 million. Oh, that's Usually, too funny. So it really went down a huge chunk on question They three. call it a savage question. Oh. And, and savage questions are when more than half of the players are eliminated. Mm. So it's fascinating to watch, though, because even if you get eliminated, you can keep, you can keep, obviously keep, like, guessing in your head, play right. along. And then um, it tells you how many people get the question right or wrong. And that's kind of interesting. So it's 12 questions. 12 questions. And you only have 10 seconds. So the game's pretty quick. 10 minutes. 10, 15 minutes. Oh, wow. Hosted by Scott Rogowski. And it's perfect timing who, for wait, a parent. Who's that? Uh, just some random person. Oh, okay. I was <laughs> who's like, become like a celebrity? I, I was like, like <laughs> should I know who this person is? Like I said it like you, you should. You did. Because I never knew who anybody is. <laughs> That's true. Well, he's just like, I think he's like a stand-up comedian. Oh, who, okay. Cool. Um, kind of hit it big with this overnight sensation. A lot of stand-up comedians um, and then talk show hosts like Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel have been tweeting about it. Yeah. Um, because a lot of stand-up comedians love trivia, right? That's mm-hmm. part of their yeah. thing. Part is, of their shtick. Yeah. You know, get a lot of knowledge. And it's all random questions. Yeah. Uh, there was actually a question last night that I totally knew the answer to, but I was far too out. Right. Because um, usually it's just guess. You have a 33.3% chance of getting it right, right? Because right. you just guess because it's three, question- three answers. But one of them was, which American city has an NHL team? Salt Lake City. Oh, sorry. No, what? city has an nhl team it wasn't american it said what right. city salt lake city quebec city or las vegas las vegas you got it the golden knights yeah because that's a new one yeah because we know that quebec doesn't have it they that's used right. to yeah. the nordiques shout out to the nordiques yeah and salt lake city doesn't so it's really i mean sometimes you know it yeah more often than not i don't know the answer yeah but it's fun to play i love trivia so how far have you gotten question six Oh. oh yeah so I don't yeah. do very well but it's perfect because at nine o'clock we do late bedtimes in my house but um the five-year-old is usually in bed by then and I'm putting the one-year-old You're to sleep down with her yeah on my phone you play it on your phone yeah so you can play it at three and nine Amazing. and uh I never played it at three but they like the, the goal is to get people at offices playing because then yeah. everyone can guess different answers I know a lot of people who play with like five devices in the room right because then if you don't know the answer someone else can hit the different answer and then you might stay in the game right right but it's 10 seconds and it's 10 seconds from when they start reading right so it's fast but anyway and so if you don't answer then you're out correct right so you just like hit a random answer right it's a lot of fun yeah and it's free to play yeah free to download it's called hq trivia so if you if you're going to download it though you can put a username in as a referral yeah i am mandy pandy mandy with an ie m-a-n-d-i-e pandy with a y pandy with a y if you put me in um i'll get an extra life oh okay cool. if you use a referral code and then um, so you can use your extra lives if you get out right on a bird's nest soup question so if you refer 12 people could you use 12 lives and stay <laughs> until the end i think that there's a, probably a limit of how many you can use per game but right. you can save it so you you can save your lives to only use them on sunday when it's right. huge money yeah. because weeknights it's like twenty five hundred dollars yeah. when it first started um a lot of people they've started getting harder like questions on the Sunday nights it's 15 questions too because it eliminates more people Mm -hmm. so that more people are splitting bigger prizes there was times when there would be like I think like 800 people would split the $2,500 prize but it's not even about the money there's a great viral video of a woman freaking out when she gets to question 12 and she won like $11 but she's like oh my god that's how I would. Uh, that's how I would do it too. Amazing. So yeah. So coming up in the podcast, I'm going to tell you 
about the thing that you did. <sighs> yeah, yeah. I'm finally prepared to talk about okay. it. When but, did it happen? Um, a couple days before Valentine's Day. Oh, so you've been sitting on this for weeks. Yeah. yeah. You know, I needed time. Time heals all wounds, it as does. they say. Yep, yep. So another update on uh, on me is I've given up sugar. Yeah, right. Well, technically, you slipped once. You were there for it. <laughs> I was there for it. I was telling my trainer about that today. Yeah. So, so how is the challenge going? You're doing a 102-day challenge? Yeah. So I work, I know that I'm back at work, I work with a couple guys, one who is a smoker and one who drinks like six to eight cans of Coke a day. Not healthy. Yeah. And two very difficult things to give up. Um, I've been fortunate to not have those addictions. I certainly have my other vices where like I love sugar and snack food. Um, but... I don't have those. And so when I wanted them to give it up and I said, you know, I will in solidarity give up sugar, refined sugar, if you give those up and then maybe we can commiserate together about how difficult it's been. And everyone was way on board. So we started it. And honestly, it was very easy for me to give up sugar knowing what they were giving up. Totally. So the first four or five days, easy peasy, like no problem. Um, I'm certainly not a saint. I'm still eating salty stuff, but definitely cutting yeah. down and doing meal prep and found it very difficult, very, found it very easy as people walked by with Tim, like little donuts or whatever. You just knew I can't have that. I'm just not allowed to have yeah. that. And I felt the more I talked about it with people so that people would keep me accountable, right? Because if you take a, a little snack or a little yeah. cookie when there's cookies out and people will be like, hey, wait. And you're like, you're right, right. Why did I do that? Yeah. So um, we were at an event and you were there and there was an incident. It's fine. Where but we have to share the video on our, okay. yeah, on our blog because it was actually really funny because you did a classic mom thing of your daughter had filled a Slurpee cup too high. And what does a mom do? A mom swoop, swoops in and takes a sip so that the red Slurpee doesn't hit the floor. I did. And then you immediately spit it out. And it was hilarious. The second it hit my tongue, yeah. I was like, what have I done? But it was really funny because you were in front of everyone you were doing the challenge with because it was a work event. <laughs> and yeah. I kept saying, but I didn't swallow. I didn't swallow. Yeah. But you <laughs> stayed in. So you, so, so yes. you, had, you stayed in the competition. Okay. Okay. So then Monday morning rolls around when it was revealed that I get to stay in the competition. Okay. The one coworker admits that he started smoking. What? He only did two days and he's still smoking. Like, and so now I'm finding it very difficult to be in the challenge because he has not given up smoking <gasps> oh, for the, no. the amount of guff that they gave me. Right. And then that weekend he decided to smoke again. He slept. And he still is smoking. Like, and he said, oh, I'll give it up eventually. But it's like, well, that's what the whole point of the challenge. So the, really the wheels have come off this challenge. So you you are, well, and, and what about the Coke? The Coke guy is. So the two of you are still called in. the Coke guy. Like, please, it's Coca-Cola. He's doing really well. Okay. But it's just not the same that one of them has slipped. Right. So. But, yeah. Quitting smoking is hard. Very difficult. Yeah. But. I don't know. So we're, we're supposed to be going for 102 days, which will take us till June. Right. So um, we'll see. I mean, I'm, I've lost a little the wind out of my sails a little mm. of the sugar, which is unfortunate because giving up sugar is awesome. Yeah. And uh, so I'm hoping to get back on track with it. I mean, I haven't slipped up. Yeah. But I feel like maybe I've overindulged in salty stuff as a compensation, mm-hmm. which I'm not loving necessarily right. like we went so over what is your limit refined sugar just refined sugar mm. just refined sugar so then i can't recommend halo top ice cream because it does have a touch of cane sugar in it yeah it and, really and it honestly it's not that i'm even 
craving anything. I'm not craving anything. No, well, that's good. It's more just, yeah, like, so I boo. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, right. You were kind of hoping that all of you would stick to it. Together. Yes. Yeah. A sense of accomplishment together. Yeah. Right. Because my reasoning for you, I could have given up sugar any time, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you can do whatever. We are we are in control of our own bodies, right? Mm-hmm. But I guess that's the thing with addiction is. Yeah. Ugh, anywho. And you also, you just, you know, like, you have to be in the right headspace to make that change and nobody can you know no challenge no external motivation is going to be strong enough if you are not personally ready for it big lesson learned um but something we have been doing that we're really excited about is our hot yoga yes every sunday night every sunday for geez almost like two months now hey month Mm -hmm. and a half well almost three months because we went january 7th for my birthday as soon as I return back to work. Yeah. Good healthy habit. That's right. It was the Sunday night before I went back to oh, work. Oh, so that would be two months. Yeah. I, I know. How I long has it been? I can't, I can't count. But Certainly yeah, so feels longer. February, March. Yeah. So a hot tip we have is if you are interested in getting into yoga, it doesn't have to cost a bundle because no. if you search for local yoga studios in your community, a lot of them will have what's called a community class or a karma class. Mm-hmm. It's part of yoga that they like to give back. And so we go every Sunday night and it's $5. Yeah. Normally fifteen to twenty dollars yep. for for a drop in rate. So if you are searching it out, I it's often in off peak times. Yeah. But a hot tip on hot <laughs> yoga. So I just went um, to a yoga class with my trainer for the first time for her. I go to yoga regularly, um, and it was and and it was interesting taking someone to yoga for the first time. I thought. You know, there are some things that you just don't know, some kind of community practices, some kind of best practice standards for going to yoga. So since you brought that up, I thought that I would just share if you are going, if you want to go to yoga for the first time, but you find it a little intimidating here, maybe we should talk about just some tips. Cool. So you want to have a yoga mat, which you can get anywhere. Um, you want to have a little towel because your hands might get sweaty, especially if it's hot yoga. But like I went, the class that I went to was was called a warm yoga. So it was 80 degrees instead of the hundred of hot yoga. And it was, um, it was like my hands got sweaty enough that I still had to kind of wipe them on a towel and a water bottle. Then, so when you go in, you'll, there's usually like a lobby and you give your name, you have to fill out a, a waiver, you know, just like at a gym, um, And then you will go into the yoga room. When you go into the yoga room, from that point on, it's it's quiet, right? You don't talk to anybody. It's not time for chit chat. So you want to find a spot where you can roll out your mat and then sit down or lie down on the mat and find your stillness, they would say, right? And just kind of sink into your breathing and just be steady and still and quiet until the instructor comes in. And that was a little bit of a surprise, I think, for my trainer. So, um, and I was like, oh, I forgot to tell her that we don't talk once we're inside. Different yoga studios have different rules, but yeah. I would say most are that. Yeah. Um, some, especially the hot ones. I have been to some where you're allowed to chat. Yeah. But it's kind of, I prefer the stillness. I prefer the stillness too. I mean, like, I don't think like anyone would get mad if you talked. No, they would. There are big signs when you say at some of the hot yoga ones that say do not talk once you're in. Yeah. But I've certainly been to, you know, which one, when we went to the community yoga class out in the, 
park. I don't know if you ever came with me where I did the community one under oh, the trees. Yeah, no, yeah. But that's outside. It's outside, yeah. Where there's like cars driving by and dogs running around. When I did when I did the yoga at Fern Resort, which was also yeah. outside, that was there was a lot of chatter. Chatter, yeah. Because you can't. So that's why it's a I guess. Different, yeah. But it's wonderful because I don't think we shut off our brains enough no, and it's true. do the meditation. So that's the other half of what I'm enjoying with the hot yoga. Totally. Um. And really, you're supposed to really think in the moment and stay in the moment and not have your mind wander. Yeah. My favorite thing that the yoga instructor says is return to your breath, right? Kind of find your breath again if you kind of lose it through the practice. And if you're feeling intimidated about going to hot yoga, you know, they they say every practice is your own practice. Don't worry about what people around you are doing. And they keep saying, and if you need to... Go back to Shavasana. Go back. With Shavasana is the lying on the mat. It's the most delightful thing. You just lie stretched out, legs and arms, you know, at rest. On at the rest. Mat. And if you need if you need to return to Shavasana, just yeah. do that. It's like, you mean I can just lie here? Okay. But honestly, like just before this podcast, we were talking about our practice last night because we're recording this on a Monday. And so we went last night and I was saying how I like I work out with a trainer. I do a lot of strength um, training. But in yoga, I very rarely push myself to do the hard version of something. Um, and if it's a choice between strength and flexibility, so there's, you know, one variation of the pose is for strength and the other is for flexibility. I always go for the flexibility option, the passive stretch, always. So never feel bad if you're that person either because mm-hmm. you're in good company. And I guess the other, the last tip would be go with a friend because mm-hmm. it's way less intimidating if you go with someone else and you're both a little unsure. Yeah. yeah. But highly recommended if you want and you can save a bundle by finding a community class. Good tip. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Are confession time. Yeah, what happened? Tell me. Okay. So I'd only been back at work maybe four weeks and we were running a Valentine's Day contest where people were sending in nominations on um, people we should send flowers to for Valentine's Day. So we got hundreds of responses. It was great. And um, I'd been working with one of my coworkers and trying to explain the virtues of mail merge and how mail merge is like such a great tool if we have to email a lot of people. We do a lot of email communication to winners. That's how people like to receive, especially if we have a lot of information we need to uh, send to them. So the computer spit out the 12 winners that we were going to have. And then I was all excited because I had done a mail merge that was like, hi, insert winner's name. We're so excited to surprise insert name of person I lined up this mail merge we're going to deliver their flowers to their place of work and then in comma insert where it was yeah so it was all laid out and then it was like you know please reply let us know keep it a surprise blah 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 so I was so excited I got it this is my first mail merge it's all lined up properly and I was sitting out in our office I have a laptop so sometimes I like to just sit amongst co-workers and we chat and and I said out loud I love mail merge and then hit enter. And so then I was, okay, sure. The email went to the 12 people. That's perfect. So I went to my sent items just to make sure it went to the 12. And I see hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of emails being like, I accidentally. You sent it to the entire database? Sent it to the entire database of hundreds of people. So then you had to send a follow-up email saying, I'm so sorry, I've just said congratulations. Hundreds of people received an email that was like, hi, Zoe, we're so excited to surprise your sister, Amanda, with flowers so, like, at her workplace. with Because all, all the fields were in the Excel. So oh. it was not only just an email, it was like, hey, you won. It was detailed. A accurate. customized detail. 
called the email. Ouch! What did you do? So I immediately was like, started swearing. And then I was like, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. But it happened so quickly. Yeah. They all got the email. So I, I sent a quick email that was like, please disregard the last email. <laughs> like, it was like not classy at all. It was like, please disregard the last email. And then, um, you know, detailed, like, I'm so sorry. There was a computer glitch. Everybody Everyone mentioned. received the email. Yeah. We're very sorry. A new email will be coming to the 12 winners shortly. But in the subject, it was like, you're the winner. Please reply. So when I, when I flipped Got over to my replies. inbox, I started getting all these responses. We're so excited. Thanks so much. She's looking forward to it. Oops. I felt so bad for like quite a while yeah. because I was personally replying to every single person being yeah. like, there's been a horrible mix up. I'm so sorry. Yeah. And then people were getting confused, but people were like, no, but you sent me the custom. Like it had her name in it. Yeah. I was like, oh, I know. I love mail merge so much that I messed it up. It's awful. Yeah. It was awful. So for, for then Valentine's day came. And so then I got in touch with the 12 winners and they were all very excited to make the cut to be the chosen ones <laughs> anyway oh it was bad so um what ended up happening was I had hid the fields yeah you knew exactly right yeah. and because I was like how did this even happen right yeah so instead so um yeah it's tricky I've I've made some mail merge errors in my time um I use mail merge when I set up um like a cross promotional thing where I have authors share their free books on a google form and then i pull that data and i use it to populate an html um, page on a website and i will ask them for the links for all the retailers and more than once here's the thing right you do that once it's a mistake you own it right but like sometimes you make the same mistake again and this isn't quite so bad because it i i now I catch it, but I, but I still forget to change. So if I want to only have the Amazon links, right, it's like pick from, you know, where this is not blank, right? The Amazon field is not blank. And then I will go and I'll run the iBooks thing and it will pull the books that are on Amazon, but not all books that are on Amazon are on iBooks. And then those links will be dead. And the people who are on iBooks and only submitted an iBooks link, they won't be on the form. And then I have to hold, redo the whole page. And then you look unprofessional because I will share those pages. I'm like, okay, all these authors who are involved, you know, here, check your links to make sure that they're valid. And it's happened on multiple events where people are like, actually, my book is, I said iBooks and it's not there. And I'm like, yeah, because I forgot to change the source uh, code. Yeah. Yeah. God love computers. Yeah. So the bulk of people were, um, you know, understood, oh, Mondays, like, you yeah. know, because it was a Monday. Um, and as with anything, there was 20% of the population who was pretty angry, oh, no. but, uh, so, but I felt really bad and lots of lessons learned there. So, mm -hmm. whew, yeah. Yeah. So it's, um, it, it's funny how much of our lives depend on us getting stuff like that, right. And it's a manual process and human, it, it is human to air. Yesterday I, I bought some plane tickets and, you know, you have that moment of panic when you're like, wait, did I spell all the names correctly? Yep, exactly. <laughs> because you can't get that wrong now, right? You really can't. Yeah. Yeah. So we see mistakes happen a lot. And uh, it, it when you make a mistake yourself, it can also then be that humbling, reminding. Um, to be gentle on others. Right. They do it too. That nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. Or So, anywho. Well, on that confession note, it felt good to share. I mean, <laughs> wasn't certainly hiding anything. Good but, job. 
um, you know, even people like me who are perfect make mistakes. <laughs> you are perfect. That's the thing. So it's really important. Yeah. And now you'll be more understanding when others do the same. <sighs> Anywho. Well, thanks for joining us on episode 20 of the Sister Cast. And we will see you again for episode 21. <laughs>